Back for another exciting edition of Six Rings and Football Things. Andy Hart here alongside, or along digital side, Mike Cadlick, WEEI.com. Patriots preseason, thank God, is over. <laughs> the books. Uh, the Patriots lose to the Titans 23-7 to in Tennessee on Friday night. Uh, elsewhere on the Six Rings feed, there is a post-game show you can listen to where Fitzy and I talked about that game in detail. Um, probably a little too much negativity from me, but I was um, recency bias. I was emotional. I was angry. It was midnight, and uh, I lashed out. I'm, I'm curious. I, I, I didn't get a chance to listen. I was cooking up my 53-man roster projection into the night. I didn't have EEI on in the background because it would have just distracted me. Why so negative? I'm curious. Like, I, I know they lost. Okay, they lost. The offensive line looked bad. There were some negative things, but I oh, thought yeah. there was a decent amount to take away too. Like Marte Mapu looked awesome. Kayshawn oh, there Moody's was a lock. Like the, was, Calvin Munson had a day. So I don't oh, know. defensively there was plenty of what I like to call those energy, effort, and attitude players. I thought there was a lot of that from Ronnie Perkins to Marte Mapu to Calvin Munson to Sam Roberts. Absolutely, defensively there was some fun. This was more of a totality. Um, the it kind of annoyed me that no one played at all um on especially on the offensive side of the ball and i know everybody's like oh well the offensive line is banged up yeah well it's going to get banged up at some point during the season too you could have had three starters out there well we'll get into that because i don't know if i still consider riley reef a consideration as a starter but yeah you so is there anything that says you couldn't go out with bailey zappy and the receivers and give them some work together in case Bailey Zappi has to play with Kendrick Bourne and Devontae Parker. Like this whole idea, I think this was the most laissez-faire uh, preseason I can ever remember. I thought it was the least productive. The whole week annoyed me um, when they went from joint practices to lame-ass practices to not playing in the preseason game. I just, if you made me predict right now, I was thinking about this. You may hear this again on the Sunday uh, Fitzy and Hart program on WEEI. If you made me predict right now, more likely – Patriots upset the Eagles or Patriots get rolled by 40 in the opener. Give me Patriots 40? Rolled by 40. Yeah. Like, I don't feel good oh, about this boy. team right now. I do not feel good about this team right now. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how you can. Um, and, and I Is think it just they haven't put in war like, so you're right. Like they did. They went from having to go down to Tennessee, have two like hard nosed two hour joint practices, 400 yep. plays. You would think they would have came back and you're kind of right. And I didn't think about it this way until, you know, we're going back and forth here, but like they did nothing. Nothing. Those two practices were nothing. Nope. Like they, it was walk through pace. I don't think even the second day, only like half the guys were in like full pads. Yep. They, yeah, they didn't do much. And then to go out there. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they're not as prepared for Philly as uh, they, they'd want to be, but. And I, I got into it with some people on Twitter because, you know, they're all you? itsy and defensive. <laughs> yeah. So it, it definitely swayed me a little bit to that comment from Mike Tomlin. You got to spar before you box kind of thing. And so I tweeted out a couple old Belichick quotes about football players play football. And the only way to get ready to play football is by playing football. And you know who retweeted the Mike Tomlin quote and said Bill Parcells used to say this? was Mike Lombardi. Because you know who else used to say it? Bill Belichick. Except he apparently doesn't say it anymore. He apparently doesn't care about getting ready and playing football and sparring and physicality and all that crap. And I'm sorry, just because Mike Onwenu and Cole Strange aren't available, the whole rest of the team has to shut down? That makes no freaking sense to me. No, I get it. But I also, I also see the other side where it's like, okay, this game, win or lose, doesn't matter. So why are you going to? No, it's not up? about the score. Not about winning and losing. It's about competing and right. getting so, ready. 
Okay, so uh, uh, Mac Jones, who Bailey Zappi went out last night and was sacked four times, fumbled three times. We'll get into yeah. Zappi's awful performance outside of the offensive line. But you really want to subject your starting quarterback to four sacks like that, getting, you know, both no, no, those. When, okay, when so, the win or lose doesn't matter. So don't put Mac out there. Put Zappi with some other first-team players. See how that goes. I think this was just laissez-faire. And I mm -hmm. should say, Six Rings and Football Things presented by uh, FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. I have more energy. I still have more anger. I just, you know what this would lead me? I'm going to use a comparison. Probably a bad comparison and people will get all pissy. So when I ran a marathon once, oh, I, I was rolled, that? Uh, like 10 years ago. So okay. I rolled my ankle. I stepped on a piece of like um, bad pavement, like two weeks before the Ooh. marathon had a, was black and blue from toes to upper shin. So that was bad, right? That, and it probably wasn't ideal for the marathon. I still ran it and finished it, whatever. Um, so if the next time, the next year training for the marathon, marathon, I probably shouldn't train because I rolled my ankle before the marathon. So I'll be safe if I don't train, except you know what? If I don't train, I'm going to get my ass kicked on marathon day because I'm not going to be running to, ready to run a marathon. That's my comparison to the New England Patriots. I think they – I would just ooh. open your eyes when you run. <laughs> it was like 5 in the morning. It was freaking dark out. I didn't see it. You get the point. I, I, just, I do get the point. I, I do still get the point. Okay, so let's move on because this is not a game recap podcast. This is not even a preseason recap podcast. The reason Mike Cadlick is here is because he posted his final 53-man roster projection on weei.com this morning in the hours after the preseason finale. I have not done one, but we're going to sit down here and we're going to kind of come together, meeting of the minds, and try to just hash out some of the conversations, some of the competitive positions, because I said to Mike before we came on the air, I quickly sat down and jotted down guys I like at every position, guys I think that are on the roster at every position, and I believe my number was 48. I just easily wrote down 48 names. So that means basically in my head anyway, there's five roster spots that are kind yep. of up for grabs, at the and, and I know that. Because in my 48, that includes two tight ends, two running backs. Like, I'm thin. I know there's a couple places where I'm probably going to add a body. Um, so we are going to go through Mike's version. He's going to read his version from online. Then I'm going to comment on that. We're going to have a little bit of debate and try to hash out where maybe things will go with Bill Belichick. Now, we should remind everybody, Tuesday, 4 p.m. is final cutdowns. Has to be in by then. The cuts will begin to trickle in at any time. They could happen yeah. while we're recording this podcast on a Saturday afternoon. So if you hear some things later, we're not idiots. It's just they're happening in real time. We're recorded, blah, blah, blah. They have to get down to 53 players. Anyone they want on IR that they would like to later return has to be on the original 53-man roster. They, If the, somebody goes on IR at the cutdowns, they are lost for the season. Their season is over. Yeah, I keep um, seeing, I keep seeing, just put Tyquan on IR. Just put Tyquan. It's like, you can't do it. He's right. make the team first. Right. You have to wait until Wednesday to do that. Yeah. You have to put him on the team first. Um, another uh, gray area or issue is the non-football injury list for, or non-football illness list, I guess, with Calvin Anderson. He could stay on that. So he mm -hmm. could be in the picture on that list for later return. Um, other guys that would be in that consideration that people want to play games with, whether it's Malik Cunningham, Kayshawn Booty, if you cut a player and a young player, not Nick Folk, if you cut Nick Folk, Nick Folk is a free agent immediately. The old lawyer Malloy cut down issue type thing. He could yep. sign elsewhere immediately. But if you cut Malik Cunningham, he has to go through waivers. He has to clear waivers. He could be claimed by somebody. If somebody claims him, they have to keep him on their active roster. They can't then put him on their practice squad. So 
some of those lower end young players, that would be a consideration. Um, any other minutia or tidbits or rules I didn't? Uh, I don't think so. Those guys have to be on the active roster for what, three weeks? I, think, I believe it's three like weeks that? if you claim a guy. Yeah. So, for example, the, the, the example we've used, if the Arizona Cardinals claim Malik Cunningham after the Patriots cut him, he has to stay on their active roster for three weeks. That's yeah. Maybe they're a team that would do that. I don't know. So let's get right into it. Let's yeah. start with the obvious position, the quarterback position, where I wrote down two names, Yep. Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. How many names did you write down? I also have Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Um, Even though Zappi was crappy. He was. And that's kind of how I wrote it. I was like, it's clear that Mac is the starter. It's clear that Zappi's the backup. And Zappi's lucky that Trace McSorley is that much worse than him because he did not show anything, uh, in my mind, this preseason, this summer, that proves that he can be like a long-term backup in this league. He, he really wasn't good. He has no comfortability in O'Brien's offense. Um, and again, I know he was behind that makeshift offensive line. So um, you give him a little bit of a pass, I guess. But even then, he's fumbling when he gets hit. Um, so, And I know I, I'm not trying to turn this into the you know crap on Zappi hour. But uh, at the end of the day, I think it's two quarterbacks. It's Mack and Zappi. It's clear who's the starter. Um, and then as far as Malik Cunningham, look, I think uh, – and I know you, you've kind of talked me into this. And um, I started to agree with it uh, from what we saw just in practice and, you know, in the preseason games. like. He's not Taysom Hill. As much as we want him to be, he's not a tight end. He he can't like run through guys. He's not a good wide receiver. Terrible. So if you want if you want to bring him back after cuts, go for it. But he's not worth the four gadget plays a game to put on your fifty three. So um, I don't know who's going to claim him. He may go claimed, but uh, the best way to get him is cut him in practice squad. Yeah. Think. So two quarterbacks. As I wrote on Twitter, I think he's PSQB1, practice squad QB1, mm-hmm. who where over there he'll also play DB and do other things. He uses athleticism as a practice player. So we both have two. Let's go to the running back position. This is where I think the debate begins. What does your running back position look like? I have four. Oh, oh. Yes, I have. Uh, okay. So no, I, need, I need to fill it out, but I, I yeah, started right. with two. Yeah, and your two is Ramondre and Zeke, obviously. Yes. Yes. Um, so my other two are Pierre Strong, who I thought played well last night. And I have Ty Montgomery in the running back room on the oh. active roster. I think um, I do. I think that if he played last night, that would have been more of a sign where it's like, okay, he's fighting for a roster spot. But the fact that he was off the field, not dressed, um, I know he's coming back from injury, but I just think the fact that they're trying to keep him healthy, I don't think they're now just going to go ahead and cut him. I think they like him more than we like him. He reminds me of like Jelani Tabai of last season where everyone has him cut and all of a sudden he's on the team. And I know it's different with injury, but um, I just think they they have a, a place for him on offense. So I think it's uh, Ramondre, Zeke, Pierre Strong, and then Ty Montgomery finds his way on the active roster as well. That could be an, I, an IR candidate too. That, so the, the only guy who scores a touchdown in the final preseason game doesn't get to make the team? I mean. No. Yeah. Kevin Harris uh, does not. does not. I'm sorry. I know that's your boy. No, nah, I'm kind of off him. You know what he does too much? Pitter-patters. Too much yeah. pitter-pattering in the backfield. You're you're a beast of a man. You have thighs the size of my waist. Run people over. Don't pitter-patter and look for a freaking yeah. hole. JJ can pitter-patter. You should thund, thunder through that hole. So, yeah, I'm off. Kevin Harris that's is the other. Yeah, a lot of uh, when I posted the my projection on Twitter this morning, a lot of a lot of pushback for not having JJ Taylor on there. Well, he is so likable; he's the perfect preseason player. Um, but it's been so, like this for, like you said, that's that's the perfect thing. It's been like this every last week of August. It's 
Why isn't JJ Taylor on your roster? Where's JJ Taylor? He's got to be there. I just, I don't see it. So I am going to say, I don't think Ty Montgomery makes the roster. I think he gets okay. cut. Um, the In terms of playing, not playing last night, I don't know his full health status. So the first right. day back, remember, on Tuesday, he went to the upper field halfway through the practice. So I don't know if he's even fully healthy where he's at. Um, so I'm going to say no to Ty Montgomery. Right. I'm going to say no to Kevin Harris, my guy. Bring him back on the practice squad if you want. I don't think you'll have any trouble getting him through waivers. No. Um, I am going to put Pierre Strong on the roster as my third running back, okay. and I'm going to put J.J. Taylor on the practice squad. And if you have Kevin Harris and J.J. Taylor on the practice squad, you're a call-up away. You have three on game day. If they're healthy, the, the three that we have on the roster, Stevenson, Zeke, and Strong. Right. And Taylor. From there. Taylor and Harris will clear waivers. Yeah. I don't know if Pierre Strong would. That's why you have to keep him. Yeah, and, and I don't Our know that Pierre Strong year. is good. I don't know that Pierre Strong is anything yet. Right. Um, but I still think, again, you uh, you you risk losing him to another team if you cut him. Because, again, Absolutely. he's in his second year. He's fast. Uh, well, that's what I would say. People will look back at the speed and say, oh, let's see right. if we can do something with that. So, exactly. I give him the nod. I don't feel great about it. I'm not sure I want him playing in a regular season game. Right. So the the need to sign Zeke is even more obvious after you signed Zeke in my mind. Oh, yeah. Like it's like you could have never gotten by without bringing in Zeke. Like that never. was a need. That was a need, and I'm Absolutely. glad they filled it. And he looks good. And it's it, again, if those two can stay healthy, the third running back will hardly will hardly play. Right. Um. Yeah. And that's true. So that's you cross your fingers, stay healthy. Tight end position. Yeah. Who you got? I got two. I got Henry and Gasicki. So you have one uh, and a half because one of them has a red shirt on right now. And the other one didn't dress last night because he got hurt the other day at practice. Um, so you have so one. You have two halves. La- la- yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually have one tight end and they're, they're half of each other. Um, so last week after Gasicki's injury, I put a third tight end. I had Sokol on the roster as the third yep. guy just for health concerns. Um, but I think with Gasicki at least coming back in the jersey, and Henry, I think that's just precautionary. I think he's going to be fine. Um, I think that any one of Ferkster, Lumpkin, Sokol, or Scotty Washington, you can bring back on your practice squad and essentially have that third tight end that way. I don't think you're going to lose any of them. And I also don't think any of the four are that much better than the other one. I know they're different. Like Scotty's a receiver and, you know, Ferkster and Sokol are more blocking guys, but and Lumpkin too. But point being, I think there's more needs elsewhere where you can get by with keeping the two tight ends and then bringing another guy on the practice squad. So I don't think there's really a, nece- a necessity um, to have a third guy here. Um, for the here and the now, I agree with you. I think Sokol would be the third. I agree. There is a third. And it was funny because the uh, WBZ cameras last night, I think right before the end of the game, was showing Sokol and Ferkser kind of like fist bumping, almost like, huh. We did our best. Now we'll find out whether it was good enough. It almost like I'm reading into it, but, and I think you're like, is any of those guys worth a roster spot when you can probably keep them around on the practice squad? And then if Gasicki isn't healthy, Oh, you got to call up Sokol or whatever. Like you make a move because they're just, it's a thin position. Like I would tight end is part of my house of cards crew. Like that's a position where you're already banged up. Both guys have some injury history heading into like, but I'm, you swayed me. I'm just, yeah, I just, right. Like I, I look at the, I look at, so there's obviously the six guys, Kasicki, Henry, Furkser, Lumpkin, Sokol, Scotty Washington. Like I, those final four, 
I don't see any of them leaving and being claimed. I think right. you will have your choice of the four to bring back. Um, and if Furtzer gets claimed by Atlanta because he's worked with Arthur Smith before, right? Okay, then you just bring back Sokol or vice versa. Like you're gonna you're gonna be able to get another guy back. I don't or I feel either. like there's probably I don't know who the name is. There's probably the Sokol that's gonna get cut by Washington. And if somebody takes my Sokol, well, I'll take that guy's Sokol exactly. and, him the, and have him up to speed close right. enough. Yeah. I mean, if any of these guys play real snaps, you're porked anyway. It, like it's a <laughs> yeah, bad right. sign. You're, you're going right. down a bad road. Okay, yeah. wide receiver. I'm gonna give you my list first since you've been going. Do it. First. Uh, I think they keep all of them. Bourne, Thornton, Parker, Juju, Douglas, Booty, with the one caveat that by Wednesday at 4, Thornton could be on IR. I don't know what his health status will be moving forward. But I think for the Tuesday at 4 cutdowns, I think they keep all four of those guys and then figure out the health and and numbers after. Yeah, I I think this is probably the room that everybody's looking forward to hearing about, and it's probably going to be the quickest conversation. Easiest, yeah. It's all six. Um. The one was booty going into last night, but then everyone thought that last night was going to be massive for him. I think they made their decision before the game that I do he's so. on our team. They, right. He played the one drive, he had the one kick return, and he was done. It was like, get off the field, you're our sixth guy. So, yeah, I think with, with the health issues with uh, with Thornton, I think they need six, and even Douglas too. Um, but Douglas is obviously on this team. I feel like there's no way they cut him. Oh, yeah. Douglas, I have felt for a while, was yeah. a lock for this team. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we're cutting Cunningham, if you consider him a wide receiver. He's not on the roster in that form. The Douglas thing that we've talked about from this past week in our practice recaps is the fact that he got banged up. And yeah. now, you know, I don't believe like the Boston Globe does. You have a log jam at wide receiver. Like, you have bodies, but it's not well, a log jam. There was also like a log jam last year, but it was because of guys like Lil Jordan Humphrey and yeah. like Christian Wilkins. Like it's guys that, they stink. it's the sixth. Yeah. It's the fifth and sixth guys. It's not like a, th- there's a receiver problem, but it's not because they're all so good. It's because you just need to fill the room and they're all the same. Because none of them are so good. <laughs> That's right. the problem. Yeah. And I just think there's a huge gap between Booty and then your Thyrick Pitts and Raleigh Webbs of the world. Absolutely. And the, the one thing I will say, like, pro for the crew is certainly Douglas and Booty are draft picks. Like, they should right. have upside. They should have potential. You want to develop them. You want to spend more time with them. Whereas Christian Wilkerson, if, for example, like, he had kind of plateaued as what mm-hmm. he was. Like, he's a right. 4A player. Like, Good enough to be around in camp. He can play in a pinch, but he's not a developmental receiver. These guys, you hope, are developmental, rotational, at least, receivers. Okay. Offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about we cut I, them all and just don't have a line? Uh, no. I, David uh, Andrews goes out there just for snapping. The rest of y'all get the hell out of my face. Yeah. Stuck. We'll just reset. Uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to hit it? Um. So let me give you my list of, and this is not – I know I need bodies here. Yeah. This was my list of I think these guys are on the team. Okay. David Andrews, Cole Strange, Mike Onwenu, Trent Brown, City Sow, So, and uh Antonio Antonio Mafi. Okay. Those are my six. And you're probably looking at adding a minimum of two more bodies and maybe a maximum of four more bodies. That would probably be the range. So Riley Reef, I think, is interesting. A, he got hurt. Yeah. I don't know his status. Um, mm-hmm. B, I don't know exactly why he was playing last night. Uh-huh. C, I have not been overly impressed with the journeyman who was asked to learn or bump inside, not learn. I guess he's played it, but go to a new position. 
it would not stun me if they cut him. If they just or maybe he retires, maybe he does them. Yeah, retire. I don't know. Probably shouldn't though, because then the money will be. Don't retire. Make them cut you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So what? You had six, and then a couple maybes. I think I have those six. Um, I have ten total because mm-hmm. of what happened last night with Reef. It's like okay, that what, would what, fill what? out my roster. So I have right now, but I mean, we haven't done defense and special teams. Right. But with my open slots on the O line, if you filled, if you if you turn my six into to ten. That would be my 53-man roster. I would have no more room at the other positions as we play out. Um, okay. okay, so give me the next four you have. So it's those six, and then I have Reef there for now yep. because I think he'll be there um, unless he's unless he tours ACL and they have to, you know, IR. I don't think so. I don't I either. At, at worst, I know um, the sort of speculation was maybe an MCL injury could be the result of the play. Okay, so, um, so I have Reef. Um, right now I have Jake Andrews, who was a fourth round pick, um, yep. depth piece on the inside. I, I find it hard to believe they're going to cut a fourth rounder. Connor McDermott as well. Another depth piece who has been hurt, but yeah, what's his need, status? Where, where I don't know, but well, that's the thing. It's like, they need, they need reef. They need McDermott. They're going to have tackles on the roster outside of just Brown and city. So, and on one if he goes out there. So like, it's just, you need, you need depth there. And the three guys. The three guys that you signed for depth this year in Calvin Anderson, Reef, and McDermott, they're all either hurt or uh, Anderson's on NFI. So right. it's it's tough, but you just need bodies. So I have McDermott as well. And then the 10th guy I have is Jason Hines. Um, I think they – if – and it's kind of backwards the way I justified it, so hear me out. But Riley Reef is hurt. He was playing guard. On when was back. You kick on Wenu to the outside. Now you need more guard depth. And then you need to bring in a guy like Chasing Hines, who I thought played really well last night, uh, especially in the run. Mm. Um, he, was, he was blowing guys over. I think um, their needs are so much more on the outside than the inside. I think the inside's fine. I think Hines is pretty good. Then it does kind of get repetitive with, you know, Mafi and Hines and Andrews, and you got to pick one. Um, but I have them all for now because they need all the depth they can. They need all the help they can get. So I have ten offensive linemen, and I think at least to start you have these ten, and then you start to shift guys around. Whether it's you know Anderson's back, and then McDermott gets cut, and th- there's right. like the fifty-three is not going to be the fifty-three all season. That's obvious. Um, but that's what I have for now is those ten. Okay, so the Jake Andrews I was forgetting. Not okay. be, because uh, I believe my friend Paul Perillo, I don't believe they've ever cut a healthy fourth round rookie. Yeah. So I'll slide Jake Andrews on. Okay. I wish I knew Connor McDermott's status a little bit better. Um, Cause I think he would be in the mix in that. So I'm putting him as my next guy. So okay. that gets me to, let me see. That gets me to 50 and 51. Those are those two players. So now it's, do I have a roster spot for Reef? Do I have one for Hines? I think I would just go Reef there for the experience, yeah. the versatility, the reps. I don't feel great about putting him on the roster. I will not yeah. be stunned if I see Riley Reef is gone or Riley Reef's on IR and lost for the year. Maybe they give him one of those veteran golden parachutes. This is your last <laughs> paycheck. You're on IR. Don't call us ever again. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Clean out your locker when you leave today because you're not coming back, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to stay with that. So that gets okay. me up to nine offensive linemen with Reef McDermott and Andrews added. Hines is an interesting guy. 
because I do think he has potential. I do so think he has so talent. Um, but these are the tough ones. Like, I don't know if another team would freaking claim Chase and Hines or not. Right. Like, I, how the bleep should I know? Is Matt Patricia going to be like, hey, we need to claim this guy. I was there last year. He's a pretty good developer. Who knows? But we'll stick right. with that. Um, so let's flip to the defensive side of the ball. And okay. so do you have that number? Um, how many offensive players is that? Did you did you tally that up? I didn't, but I can quickly 10, 12 plus six is 18 plus four is 22 plus two is 24. I have 24 offensive players, 24 offensive players. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I would have 23 because I have one less offensive line. Yep. Correct. Um, Okay. So let's work on the defensive line. I am going to give you my list. Um, It's a long one and there's a guy in here. (laughs) There's a guy in Uh here that could be controversial. Um, Wise Barmore Godchow. White, Equale, Roberts, Guy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven defensive linemen I keep there. Okay. Okay. Um, um, I, go, go ahead. ahead. No, so what do you got? So this might I'll, get weird. I'll I don't know. Because you're going to go off of it. I have six guys. Okay. I have Barmore, Equale, Godshaw, Roberts, Keon White, Dietrich Twice. I don't have Lawrence Guy. This has become a popular one, and I don't know, and I don't totally disagree with it. Right. Um, I think that the contract situation, I think that uh, the fact that it's been floated out there by none other than our friend Mike Reese. Who floats nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's he always telling, has informed flotations. Yeah. He also said Malik Cunningham's on his roster, so that's kind of, uh, that kind of got me nervous, but that's, that's. That's Reese being Reese as well. So, um, yeah, I think Guy could be traded. I think he could be cut. I look at, and I wrote about this as well on WEI.com the other day. Uh, they brought in that Marquand McCall. Yep. They had to cut him. They then had, uh, I can't think of the guy's name, another. Uh, Worley. Worley. Yes, yeah, yeah, Worley in for a visit. So, like, they're they're doing work on the defensive line. And whether that's because they want to add to Lawrence Guy or whether they want to get rid of Lawrence Guy, bring in a guy like Sam Roberts and a fall and let them build and what have you. Um, they're doing something. Something's going on in the defensive line. And I think it's because they don't see Lawrence Guy in their future. So I have him off. Yeah, it's this is a, I like Lawrence Guy, first of all. I think he's been an underrated. There were times I thought he you could say he was their best defensive player in recent years. Yeah. Um, and I do think it would be unfortunate leadership wise. I do think it would be unfortunate if the contract, oh, he wanted to be paid a little more. So now you're pissed at him or whatever. The trade idea is intriguing to me. He would be a guy that I could see them trading. So he goes to a place where he gets to still play and, you know, have another season under his belt as an eight. I think he's in year like 13 or so. It's like, yeah, a long freaking career. Yeah. Um, And maybe that is so. That's what I'll put. The, I'm going to keep him on my roster, but okay. a trade of Lawrence guy, um, I don't think is outside the realm of possibility. So are we who? So Carl Davis would be one of the names that doesn't make it. Jeremiah yep. Farms, Justice Tavai. Um, That's who I have. Davis guy, Farms and Tavai. I have off. And Davis is a. I don't know how valuable he is. I remember. I believe when he arrived in New England a couple of years ago, the first time Bill said. Uh, they asked, what did you like about him? And he said he was available. So maybe he thinks <laughs> yeah. he'll remain available if they cut yeah, him. Right. Um, okay, so I went to uh, linebacker next. Okay, me too. Which I and I, I don't 
really split up like edge and edge defender versus on ball off. Like I have them all together in one group. Okay. Yeah, me too. Except okay. I didn't have Bentley, so I had to add a number. Ooh. I'm now up to 52, I believe, on my roster. Okay. Oh, it's getting close. It is getting close. Uh, so can I give mine? Yes. Or you want to give you? I'll give mine. Yeah, go for it. So Judon Uche, okay. obvious. Yep. Bentley, obviously. Who would forget yep. to put him on there? Yeah, right. Stupid. Idiot. <laughs> um, Perkins, Jenning, Tavai, Mafu. Yep. Perkins. Okay. I liked what I saw from him last night. Okay. Um now, for vomit. Don't vomit on the field all the yeah, time. It's cool weird. for once. If you do it every game, it's weird. So do you have guys like Chris Board and Calvin Munson listed as specialists? I do. Okay. So I have seven specialists with those guys included. Okay. Um, same. I have them listed as linebackers right now, but I'm going to shift them to specialists. For our numbers purposes. For okay. our numbers and the discussion. So I also have... Bentley. Oh, well, no, mine's different. I have Bentley, Jennings, Mapu, Judon, Tavai, Uche. So you don't have Perkins. I don't have Perkins. Guy threw it all out on the line and you didn't give him any credit for it. Yeah, yeah, that is correct. I think Calvin Munson did. And I think he earned a spot. Uh, And I know that's, you you can have both, but yeah, no, I think uh, too little, too late for Ronnie Perkins. Now he is a third round pick. Yeah. He is a third-round pick that at the time it was widely considered he was the personal pick of one Steve Belichick. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. Steve Belichick, of course, is one of not only the co-defensive coordinators of this team, he's also the son of Bill Belichick. So yes. I would like to think his voice carries some weight in the building. Um, yeah. No, he's definitely a, a, a guy that's on the bubble. Like, And right. whether he did enough, whether it was not enough, you know, too little, too late, whether whatever. Now, as a third-round pick who's been on IR both years, I do wonder, as a third-round pick, that's a pretty high pick. Yeah, it is. Would they fear him not getting through waivers if they wanted to keep using him just because a team says, well, he was a third-round pick a couple years ago, and he hasn't failed. He's been hurt. Right. So maybe he gets healthy and we can turn him into something. So I'm going to stick with Perkins on my roster, I I think. Um, So that leaves safety. Um, You can go safety. We'll go safety. Okay. Um, I have the Fab Four. Nice and easy. Duggar, Mills, Peppers, Phillips. Wait, I um, thought people wanted to cut Mills and or and or Phillips. Yeah, I th- I thought that was uh that was a discussion, but at the end of the day, I just think they're they're too valuable to the room. Um, Josh Bledsoe, Bl- Josh Bledsoe, excuse me, had yeah. another good year. Um, another good preseason. Last year, he had a good preseason and made the fifty three, and then did nothing in the regular Correct. season like yeah. nothing so he was inactive like for 13 or 14 games like he had one tackle so i just think it's great he kind of reminds me of the defensive jj taylor in a way like uh, you yeah. show out when you get he's reps, a but... player like right. he's good in the preseason and in a pinch we'll put you in in the regular season right. but you're not worth keeping yeah really. there's just no room so i think they could i think he could be claimed by a team um that wouldn't surprise me but uh, I just I don't think it's worth keeping him in the room, especially you have a guy like Mapu too, who is a linebacker, but you can put him at safety, or in a pinch you can put John Jones at safety, or right. like there's there's so much going on in that defensive backfield. I just think that Bledsoe's expendable. So Duggar Mills, Pepper Phillips. So I have the same four. Um, yeah. I know there's been some sexy surprise cut talk at this position, like the Mills part. There were some weird reps in the preseason playing yeah. time. 
I don't see how you could possibly cut him. He yeah, would be as surprising a cut as I've seen in a long, long, like there's, I don't see the reasoning behind it. It does. It, it would be illogical. I think it would be bad for the team. So I'll stick with the four cornerback position where we have, I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, Gonzo, your rookie yep. first round pick, uh, Jonathan Jones, Jack Jones, Jack Jones, who was one of the worst players on the field last night, in my opinion, sucked at everything. Could yeah, not cover the run, the pass, couldn't, was pitiful. Uh, Miles Bryant, and I know people hate to see that name, but it is what it is. Um, Marcus Jones and Isaiah Bolden makes my team. Same. Um, now, his health is obviously, and I will say, people wondering about his health, the latest I recall seeing from him on social media was prayer hands and up graph so i'm assuming that means like good news trending in the right direction something like that as bad as it looked the only thing i've heard is concussion right so like it was bad he got knocked out like but i think he'll like i don't think they're gonna ir him for the season i think you put him on ir you get him on the roster you ir him and then you can use him and i think he'll think he'll be ready to go so okay so they have six bodies good yeah yeah i mean I thought, yeah, he was trending in a very good direction before the injury to the point where I, I want to say they were like isoing him throughout the broadcast and talking about him and yeah. they had a camera on him the whole like series before the injury. So, yeah, I, I like what I see from him. So He's also I, someone who uh, I don't know. They rep a lot of guys in different positions, special teams wise, but he was one of the best college kick returners in the nation. Like right. Yeah, so, I think he will have a role on special teams. Yeah. Um, and I also – would throw in here. I think this is a position that could be prime for a veteran trade. Um, like if you could trade guy for a cornerback, yeah. so my last defensive lineman for some veteran cornerback, because people question me, some guy on Twitter was like, Oh, they're not thin at corner. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? They're going to start two guys who have two combined starts between them. And right. John Jones is missed time. We're not really sure if John Jones, they even want him on the outside. If you want him just in the slot, I still think Marcus is, a questionable cornerback at best. Miles Bryant, nobody likes him. Like, I think this right. is a position very offensive line and cornerback are both trade targets for me. I think um, I think your house of cards ex- like example of way of putting it is perfect because it's not necessarily thin, but when one guy goes, the whole thing crumbles. The so, whole like, effing thing. Yeah. And right. if no one goes and they hit their upside, it might be pretty good. If Gonzo's a good rookie corner and Jack Jones is the good Jack Jones, like, and then John Jones in the slot, Marcus Jones rotates in, Miles Bryant rotates in, okay, maybe you're pretty good. But it could fall apart quickly. So, But we'll see. That looks like the six that we'll go with. And now special teams. um, I know the kicker has been all the talk. Um, I'm cutting Nick Folk and telling him to stay in Foxborough, and I might call him soon. Don't sign with another team. I'll do something illegal if I have to and slide him a couple extra bucks or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I have Ryland, Barringer, um, Cardona, Schooler, Slater, Munson, Board. Yep, me too. That's my team. Easy. Um, wow. And I, I will easy. say, yeah, seriously, we can't. We don't argue. This yeah. is good stuff. The, the one thing I'll say special teams-wise um, regarding Nick Folk is that's another guy I could see you trading for a seventh-round pick. Sure. Especially since – Although, I, are there veteran kickers out there? This is a totally weird aside. Did my friend, uh, friends and family fantasy draft last night. And, like, name kickers, at least in the NFL's app, which sucks. NFL, you suck. Just want to let you know, I have Ramondre Stevenson in my starting lineup, and you are projecting him to have 0.0 points on opening day. Why would he have zero points? That makes no sense. Fix your app. You're stupid. Yeah, that is stupid. Anyway, 
rant aside, there were yep. some kickers listed. Like, is Ryan suck up on a team? And there were like four or five veteran kickers know. that were the best available kickers in their fantasy ratings uh-huh. or free agents. So I don't know if they because I know places like San Francisco has been having some kickers. Yeah, Ryan Suckup's a free agent. Okay, so that but so my point would be there are some maybe folk competition in free yeah. agency if teams were to trade. But yes, um, Nick Folk, San Francisco, uh, you're right too, having trouble. Um, yeah, Dallas, Dallas has trouble, and Nick Folk's from Dallas. I don't know if he'd want to go there, finish his career there, and just stay home instead of traveling to and forth New England. So that's an interesting one. Um, maybe. I just so, yeah. I'm willing to take the risk, especially I would say this as well. And I don't know if Bill can look at it this way. I'm not winning the Super Bowl this year. I'm not going to make or break my season by one missed field. Right. right. So I drafted Ryland for a reason. Not this year for the next five years. He's my new franchise kicker. That's why I invested in him. So I'm keeping him like he's right. my kicker. Like yeah. I'm not. OK, he may he may have some rookie yips or whatever along the way. I'll have to deal with that. I'm probably going to have that at cornerback too. I'm probably going to have that at other positions. Like, and we're a mediocre to that, team. To that point, the rookie gifts, you're better off having them work through it than having Nick Folk breathing down your shoulder the whole time. Right. Yeah. So oh. I, I'm just all in. You have your kicker. If you did your job right, you have your kicker and your punter for the next four, five, eight, ten years or whatever in right. these two guys. We've loved what we've seen from Ryland. I mean, from Beringer. Yeah. yeah that dude's ball. Awesome. That like, dude's awesome. Yeah. Like I have no questions about him. I know Bill tried to say both jobs were competitive and that Waitman had a couple nice boots. Okay. That's fine. It's yeah. not. Beringer won the job. And in right. my mind, Ryland either won the job or the tie goes to the young guy that I'm developing. So either 100%. way, he's my yeah. kicker. Yep. Um, so I think what happened with me now is I believe I have one open roster spot. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. So, I could add – this is where I could add Hines yep. or Bill Murray, one of the offensive linemen. I could add a tight end. But if I did my math right, I ended up with 52 in our little projection, and so I could add a player. I My guess would be if the, if this were actually happened, I'd be adding Chase and Hines or one okay. of the offensive linemen. How many running backs did you have? Three. Three? Okay. So in theory, you could add a back, but – I could, but I don't really want to. I don't see yeah. the value in that. Um, the place that I want bodies, especially, I don't know all the health status of all the offensive linemen. So that right. plays into that's, it. So if I was going to have extra bodies, I would have. That's exactly why I went with 10 because the health. So what was your, who would you be, who would you consider your toughest cut? So I, on w, on I was going to say, don't you have like last man off or whatever? Last three on last three off. Um, toughest cut, I guess Lawrence guy. But we can go aside from that because that's just like semantics. That's not really whatever. Uh, Josh Bledsoe and Sean Wade were my other three or my other two last three off. Um, because especially with Sean Wade, I think he came on strong in the slot this camp. Um, and with the question marks and the house of cards and Isaiah Bolden's injury, um, I kept looking at the five cornerbacks in Bryant, Gonzalez, and the three Joneses. And I kept going, and the, the house, words house of cards just kept tingling in the back You're of welcome. my brain. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, is it Bledsoe? Is it Wade? If you, you can add more, you know, strength on the inside. And Sean Wade's pretty good. And I think he um, – he's not pretty good. He's fine. And fine. He's not yeah, as good as he's supposed to be, actually. Exactly. But I think he's a guy you can t- continue to keep around and develop. So if he clears waivers, he'll be right back to the practice squad. Um, so that, that one was tough. Um, 
And then Bledsoe was another one just because I think he's been solid and he plays special teams and he's a guy who works hard and all that, all that stuff. So uh, I think it's in the defensive backfield. Okay. So uh, yeah, I obviously didn't have a ton of tough cuts because I was kind of adding people to the roster late. Yeah. Right. Um, And along those lines, how many is so Bill gets his final quote unquote final 53, which is really your first 53. Yeah. Um, I have to think there's an expectation of three to five moves in there, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, an IR move, Tyquan Thornton. Okay, you're on IR. Or, oh, that, that team released that tackle. We'll definitely claim him. So now you thought you made the roster as whoever you are, Chase and Hines, you're actually off the roster now. Yeah. I would put the number somewhere between like, I'll, get, I'll set a number at 3.5 post First 53 moves, would you take the over or the under of 3.5 post first 53 roster moves this week? I'm going to go over because, mm-hmm. yeah, because I think the the question marks at tackle with McDermott and uh, Reef and, like you said, all that stuff. And then someone, whether it's Tyquan Thornton or Isaiah Bolden or Ty Montgomery, like someone's going to be IR'd in there. There's going to be a, a quick four-game thing to get another guy on. So, yeah, i definitely say over three and a half. Okay, so there you have it. That is yep. Mike Cadlick's Hi. projection, but also yeah. a little spice, little sprinkling of Andy Hart's yeah. Six Rings and Football Things roster projection. So now this is going to be locked in. This will be posted, and people can go back and listen, and they can yep. mock, and they can read yours on WEI.com when Bill gets around to making his moves in the coming days by Tuesday at 4 p.m. Well, supposed to be by 4 p.m. Somehow the Patriots always seem to like, we don't know until like 8 p.m. Somehow they're like four hours later. It's like they're in California or like the Pacific. Nope, (laughs) nope, you're in the Eastern time. You should have it done by four. But the Patriots, Bill Belichick, they will make their moves. There will be listings like Calvin Anderson. There'll be, who knows what could happen. It will be interesting. And we will have all the information as it comes out, as we start to get things on social media, weei.com. Check back early, check back often. And then once the roster is done, We'll be back with another Six Rings and Football Things. I think Fitzy will join us, probably Mike, myself, yeah. Andy Hart. And we'll break down what Bill decided to do and what some of those early post-cut-down moves will be. Six Rings and Football Things is, as always, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Bill Belichick has more work to do because he needs yes, to he do does. For, for the real world what we just did in the fake world. See, it's easy for us to cut people. Oh, yeah. He actually has to look the guy in the eye and say, yeah. you need to get out now. So a little different thing. But speaking of getting out now, he's Mike Cadlick. I'm Andy Hart. We're going to go enjoy our Saturday afternoons. Hope you enjoyed another Six Rings and Football Things. Download the Odyssey app, rate, review, subscribe, and keep tuning in because guess what? Preseason's done. Now we're actually we talking a whole about season. real football. Let's we have go. a whole season in front of us. Let's go, everyone. Thanks for listening.